Hello and welcome to the Intentional Leaders Podcast. This is episode 93, Moving Out, In, and On, My Three Keys to Success. Welcome to Intentional Leaders. This podcast is not just for leaders, rather for anyone who wants to make an impact on the world, professionally or personally. My passion and purpose is to provide tips, tools, and resources that I've learned throughout my career, working with large and small organizations, profit and non, and also as an entrepreneur. I've had the joy to teach thousands of individuals who, like you, are trying to navigate this crazy and complex world. So here's to doing that successfully and intentionally. Hello and welcome. This is episode 93. It is about moving. Yes, the physical moving out of my home that I've been in, my beloved home for 11 years. And I want to talk a little bit about moving out of the house, moving into a very new home and moving on. Because what I've been thinking a lot about is this whole move and the speed at which it is moving. I have used some specific tools that I use in my coaching practice on myself, and it has created such a profoundly positive effect that I wanted to talk a little bit about it because these are things that I think about a lot at work, but now I'm applying them to life in a very deliberate way, and they're having a really profound effect. So I want to just talk about that. I want to start with a little bit of our journey because we have been looking and talking about a house for a few months. Brad and I have lived in this house for 11 years. It was originally my home, so never a shared home, but it was awesome because I love it. <laughs> I've loved the house. So we, uh, we were kind of kicking it around, and then we also talked about maybe buying a house or building a new one until we looked at lot prices. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? Too much money, too much stress, too overwhelming. And I couldn't believe how much lots cost, much less putting a house on it and how long that would take. And so it just became a little bit overwhelming. So we kind of put a pin into it until I started thinking a little differently about it. I want to go through a little timeline about the story and then what I learned and what I've been trying to apply during this period of time. And I woke up on a Saturday morning before my first sip of coffee. I asked Brad, hey, can we have a discussion about the house and will you keep an open mind? You know, when that's coming, <laughs> that there's going to be something dramatic occurring in which I anticipate he'll be close-minded. But he said, of course, yes. So I asked him, what would you think about just putting the house on the market and then figuring out later where we go? We could build, we could buy, maybe we could rent for a while. What if we just started moving forward? How would you feel about that? What I was pretty surprised at is he said, yeah, let's do that. So here's how the timeline accelerated. That was a Saturday. He called a realtor that day. By Sunday, we we're meeting with the realtor. Five days later, no, actually four days later, we listed it. And then five days later, we accepted a wonderful offer on it. And the accepted offer, they wanted us to move within like 30 days, a little over 30 days. So we said yes, because it was a great offer. And we figured yeah, we can pack and move and we'll 
put our stuff in storage. We got busy packing and starting to think about where we might want to go, looking at apartments or rentals or whatnot. Our real estate person said, let's go look at houses so you can just get an idea of what you're looking for long term. Well, what was weird is about a week later, we found a new house being built in progress that was going to be done about six weeks out. We bought that house. So we move into it in another week and a half. I know this is like a long drawn out story. You're like, where are you going with this, Cindy? Where I'm going with this is within less than 60 days, we decided to sell our house, not knowing what we were doing and sold it, bought a new one and then moved all of our worldly possessions into storage. And we are living with my mom for a couple of weeks till our house is done. And through this time, it has been I would say a really great experience. And I would say while I am tired, I have been really managing, I think, my stress very well, (laughs) if I do say so myself. But why does this even apply to leadership, you might ask? It applies to leadership because how we manage our minds, how we manage our stress and our life affects how we show up at work. And how we show up at work is affected by our life, right? As human beings, we're twisty and complicated. And there's a fine line, if any, between who we are at work at home. So when we're stressed out, when we're overwhelmed in either place, it affects the other home and family, of course. So I have been very intentional about my mindset and my stress levels in the last few weeks. And I've been very thoughtful about applying three key strategies to have good mental health in the last approximately 40 some days, (laughs) which sounds very specific and it is. So I want to share a little bit about those three things because this has left me feeling not only hopeful for the future, but hopeful for the ability to move at a faster pace for myself and in my life with a better experience. So number one is being very clear on my vision and purpose Number two is the power of the word and. And number three is going into this with a mindset of not bemoaning the past. And I will explain what I mean by that. But I want to start with vision and purpose. When you think about your vision for your life and your purpose in work and life, my first question is, do you have one? Do you know what it is and are you trying to fulfill it? That can go personally and that can go professionally. And I have done a lot of work over the last few years, particularly with my work, because I started this business uh, full time a few years ago with what my purpose is and what I wanted it to look like. And I have been creating it on purpose. And sometimes I just sit back and I think, holy crap, I can't believe this vision is coming to life so quickly and that it came to life so quickly. The opposite of living with vision and purpose is to stay stuck at a place, either literally or figuratively, out of comfort or fear or anxiety or stability without moving forward when we need to move forward. My particular purpose at work, I feel like, is to learn and teach so I can give people choices in how they lead and how they interact with others. My goal is to create as much self-awareness as possible because with self-awareness, people can make better choices about what is serving them in their life 
and what is not. And then I can provide the tools and skills and also the emotional safety to change. I want people to lead their lives authentically, purposefully, and intentionally. That's why I named my company, of course, Intentional Leaders. So what does that have to do with my house? Like, where are these connections? For me, home has always been important. Where I live, my living space matters a lot. I loved my house. I was emotionally attached to it. It was comfortable. It was spacious. We had great neighbors. It was my haven. And I bought it at a time in life that I was absolutely seeking peace. And I found it in that home. It's been a great part of my life. And I attribute that to my home because home to me creates the space and energy to do what you want to do in your life, right? It fulfills purpose for me. And I kept questioning, can I continue to learn and create and grow and show up as my best self in my current home? And I knew that I was ready for a change. And I knew that a new space would accelerate my growth and help me to fulfill my purpose. I know that sounds kind of dorky, but that is true for me. And you know what? I visualized myself in a new space for weeks. Prior to us putting our house on the market or finding the new space that we are going to, I visualized it. I knew what it looked like high level. I knew what it would feel like. And I knew I would know when I saw it and I did. So in this way, I actually manifested the home we bought. No, I didn't find the home literally, but the home found me and I brought it closer to me. And that sounds a little woo-woo, but it is absolutely true. And that was because I was clear on my vision and purpose and what I wanted. And that led me to our home. That was one, a key to success in making this big change in our life. But number two is the power of and. What in the heck does that mean? The power of and means that in the last few weeks, my life and my husband's and my family, it's been a myriad of emotions and I've let those emotions all come out and I've explored them, but I won't allow them to overwhelm me or keep me stuck or derail me in work or in the move or to the new home. So what I've done is embraced the word and in my life. And here's what I mean by that. I can move from a beloved house and be sad and grateful at the same time. You know what? I wept over my house when we, (laughs) when I signed the paper to sell it. I wept when we got the offer to accept a purchase. I wept. I wept through closing. I wept through cleaning the house. I cried through every room saying goodbye to that house. And at the same time, I was so grateful and joyous that it was going to a new family. We got to meet the family, three little kids. They are amazing and wonderful. And they are going to be so freaking happy in that home. I know this to be true. So I can be sad and I can be happy at the same time. Similarly, right now we're living with mom because that's what you want to do at this point in your life is go back and live with mom. (laughs) And I joke about it a lot in between putting everything we own in storage and coming and living with mom. It is both chaotic and yet it's very comfortable. 
it is, you know, it's funny living with mom at this point, she's so worried that we have clean clothes and our bed is made and that we're eating regularly, which means to her eating constantly. It is a hoot. I have found this part of me that is both unsettled and comfortable at the same time. And I'm embracing all those emotions and I'm not allowing myself to be overwhelmed or I'm being very cautious and deliberate about not using the word overwhelmed or stressed. Because you know what happens when we use big generalizations like that? Oh, I'm so stressed. Oh, I'm so overwhelmed. Is then we can't figure out how to move forward. And I want to keep moving forward towards this move, towards getting settled in our new home. And so I want to be specific about what my emotions are so I can act on them quickly. And the word stress and overwhelmed just don't cut it for me right now. I may have inadvertently used them, but I'm trying very deliberately not to. And then the last tip that I've used to maintain my sanity is not bemoaning the past. That is not judging and not looking back to say, oh, we should have done this. Oh, we got a great deal on the house. We should have put it on the market for more money. Maybe we should have built a new home. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, no. Those words do not serve us at all. I want to trust myself, trust the future, decide and move. I don't want to look backwards with regret, with resentment and with judgment. What I want to do is look forward with hope and success for the future. I am going to manifest a successful future and I'm not going to beat myself up for any decisions I make along the way. Will I learn some things? You bet 100%. But I will not judge myself for decisions that I have made or I am currently making. I'm going to trust myself because some of the research says we spend 50% our time, and I think it's even higher, in the past and the future. We miss the moment. I'm not going to miss these moments. I'm going to be fully present. In this whole story that I'm telling you about moving out of my home, moving into a new home in the next week and a half, well, with everything going the way it should go. Here are some of my questions for you. Are there any areas that you have to move on, move in, move out, or move up? When do you decide and how do you decide that? What I would offer is think about your purpose, think about your vision for yourself, and decide on purpose. When is it time to move on, move in, move out, move up. And then just keep in mind these three key things. This has created a safety net for me and has allowed me to maintain my sanity (laughs) with my life, both work and life. One, know your vision and purpose. Know it, live it. Even when there's uncertainty and risk, we can move forward if we know what we're supposed to be doing, and how we're supposed to be contributing, and we have a clear picture of where we want to go. Number two, remember the power of and. Know your reactions, label them, allow them to exist, be a watcher of your thoughts and emotions, and just know it doesn't have to be either or. It doesn't have to be sadness without the joy. It can be both. I can be full of sorrow and simultaneously full of joy. I can be anxious and simultaneously full of excitement. 
That is the power of and. Number three, don't bemoan the past. Looking backward and judging ourselves never serves us well. There's a difference between looking back to learn in order to move forward more effectively. But when we look backward to judge, then we suffer unnecessarily. While I can't say that I haven't dropped any balls in the last few weeks, because I have, and I have to admit to some careless eating and probably to some really poor sleep habits, but you know what? I don't expect perfection for myself. I'm learning and I'm going to give myself some grace. So for the next couple of weeks, my podcast, they might be a little rickety, but you know what? I'll have been well fed. I have clean clothes. My bed is made. Until I get to that new place, I get to call home. And yeah, that loving care, it's a shout out to my mom. Thanks, mom. 